Welcome to the DAS Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Gamage, SEL Consultant and Dean of Students. Here on the DAS, relationships and communication come first. That's why every week our goal is to provide social-emotional learning solutions for your school community. You can learn more about me and the DASH podcast at TreyGammons.com, where you'll find our middle and high school SEO workbook, Every Decision Counts, more about the DASH podcast, and my story through education. And if you are in need of accessible, autonomous, continued education, check out our adult SEO platform, SELeducators.com the only platform dedicated to adult social-emotional learning activities. Lastly, we want to give a big thanks to the Teach Better Podcast Network for putting together a collection of podcasts dedicated to supporting the entire school ecosystem through in-depth conversations that you care about. Thanks again for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the episode. This is The Dash. Welcome back, everybody. I have with me today Mr. John Abrams. He is a bully prevention entertainment school entertainment speaker. He does a lot of things. He's a magician. He's a speaker. He's an entertainer for schools. How about that? Um, John is the owner of School of Astonishment. He visits schools. He's out in Los Angeles. We've got a really cool show here today. We've got some magic that's going to be done live and um, some conversation that I know is going to be amazing. John has an amazing energy, even just from our connections through email. I can tell that. So I'm, I'm just super excited to get to know him more and what's going on at the School of Astonishment. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. I got to carry you around. You do that intro every time I walk into a room. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I make, I'll make sure, I'll make sure we, we've got it especially for you. Okay. <laughs> what's going on, Trey? Look, man, I'm, I'm doing good. Uh, always excited to, to, to talk to folks. I tell folks all the time, and, and you know this as a podcaster yourself, it's, it's a real pleasure to get to invite people to your show, or in this case, you, you found the Dash Podcast, so you, you coming on the show, but it's a great excuse or a great reason to have a conversation with an amazing person like yourself, so I'm, I'm just happy to be here to, to talk with you, John. Thanks. I'm, I'm happy to be here, too. I, I need a background like that one day. Yeah. This is actually the background from my stage show. So when COVID hit, I kind of moved this into my studio and, and put it on the back wall. And well, first I, I tried a green screen. I couldn't quite get that working as well as I, I wanted to. So I put my my, my John Abrams uh, uh, backdrop on and, and yeah. here it is. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty cool. So so tell me about yourself, John. I've got a background in speaking as well. You know, obviously we're, we're, we're both educators in this way. So as a speaker, I know that your world shifted a lot during COVID. Um, oh. Kind of talk to me about who you are, your business, and how you reinvented yourself in sure. 2020. It was crazy. Um, I was doing, I do mainly school assemblies for elementary schools is what I do with bully prevention and character. Those are kind of the, my two big subjects. And I was doing anywhere between three and 400 shows a year until March 12th. On March 12th, I went out to lunch with a good friend of mine. We had sushi and we looked around the restaurant and, and uh, we noticed it was about half full and it's usually all the way full. And we had heard about this, this COVID-19 thing, but it, we didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. So I go back to my home office 
and there's maybe 10 or 15 emails canceling shows. Wow. And in the 25 years I've been doing this, I think I've missed two shows mm. in all that time. And that yeah. was from fires in San Diego. Um, so I kept checking my email and more and more started coming in. And uh, the next three or four days, about 60 different uh, shows wow. canceled. Wow. So from March 12th to about, um, I guess maybe July or August, I did no shows. Mm. So I went from waking up in the morning at five o'clock in the morning and being at a school at eight, getting ready for a school assembly at 8.30 or nine and uh, performing in front of three or 400 kids twice mm -hmm. uh, to laying in bed, looking at the clock, mm -hmm. how my body's feeling Yeah, for months on end. That's a lot. That's a lot. So at, at what point, well, let me, before we get into, so I, that's a nice stopping point of, of your story. Cause I want to know more about how you, cause obviously you're still doing what you need to do now. Sure. And um, you've had to pivot during COVID, but I, I'm curious more about your business over this 25 years and 300 to 400 engagements a year. I mean, that, that is quite the schedule. How, what what do you do? Like what 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 are your elementary school assemblies? I see the magic, you know, and I'm I'm not, I, I say what do you do? Because it's like man, that's pretty cool to be speaking for 25 yeah. years with with kids, you know. But that's a lot of um, work too. So talk to me some about what your your 25 years in education and speaking have been like, and a little bit more about how you got to this point where we are today. Well, it, it kind of started out. Um, just as kind of a general magician doing birthday parties and things like that. Mm -hmm. And then I had kids of my own and realized that every single weekend was booked up with birthday parties. Mm. So uh, at the time I created this show called Animal Magic, which was uh, magic of live animals. And I would do a few school shows here and there, but I decided that the best thing to do would be to transfer from birthday parties to doing school shows mm. because then I would be doing shows at the same time that my kids were in school. So then I'd be home for their homework and such. So the few school shows that I was doing, I'd go to the principal and to the teachers and say, well, what is it that I can help you with? What can I perform? What can I show all these kids that, uh, that is a problem right now? And this was maybe 2007. So at the time, bullying was a big problem. Uh, it still is a big problem, but it's not as much in the news. COVID is mm. a big news right now. Uh, so I started reading all the books. I started relating it to my own kids. Um, I, I, I basically got educated on everything there is to know about bullying. Mm. And I created a show called The Bully Game, which was an immediate hit. I went from doing, I don't know, four or five schools a year to doing two and 300 schools a year, uh, almost overnight. Because wow. at the time, I was one of only three people uh, in Southern California that did that. Wow, but, but bullying prevention focus. Right, mm -hmm. right. So, so what I've done is I've, I've taken the, the concept of bully prevention. So I take the education first and then attach a magic trick to it. So that way the kids remember the concept through the magic mm. instead of doing it the other way around. A lot of entertainers do it the other way around. They had their magic show and then they try to force the, the whatever the concept they're trying to, to into to it, pay into it. Right. And mm -hmm. so I kind of do it the opposite way. And right. it makes it easier for the, to, to put together the teacher's guide and all of that, because we have the education first and then 
uh, and then the entertainment value. So it's really easy to put together all the all the additional educational components. Mm, yeah, that's pretty that's pretty amazing. So with the engagements that you're doing, that two to three hundred, I mean that's that's a lot of schools. So are you and you're in California? Are where are you going? Are you going uh, mostly to your local schools, in state, out of state, globally? Yeah, um, these are almost all Southern California schools. Wow. So uh, that's one of the reasons I started the podcast. It's funny if you're in Southern California, you know who I am. Mm. But if you're not in Southern California, you don't know who I am gotcha. because I do show, so many shows in Southern California. And then I tour uh, Northern California once a year and, mm. and here and there once a year. But really, it's all Southern California based. I, I can appreciate that. I think as I've um, kind of been growing myself in, in becoming a, a, a more professional educator or husband, you know, a businessman, I'm, I'm realizing that that value of what you what you really hit on. You wanted a work life balance where you could work while your kids were at school so you could be home with them. I want to be with my kids so bad, you know, and, and oh. I want to spend that time with them. So, you know, that lifestyle is, is very important um, to me. And I think that's amazing that you've been able to um, have a lifestyle that you get to go and serve these young people, um, these kids, and help them be the best version of themselves. So that, that's that's pretty amazing to me and very cool about the way that you get to work. And um, I think it's impressive, you know, just getting to the place that you are right now. Um, Thanks. All kinds of obstacles that have been through it. So you, I think that's that's good. Leading this kind of back up through your timeline, get, giving me more of a chance to get to know you, giving us a chance to get to know you. How, how did COVID switch that up? So you you had this, this progression and buildup for a long time. Now what? Yeah, uh, all those years, I figured out how to bring kids up on stage and have fun with them on stage, how to convey my message with kids on stage. And then COVID hit, and I could no longer do that. Mm -hmm. There's no such thing as, as sharing a prop with a kid or a teacher or putting your hand on their shoulder, nothing. Absolutely nothing. We have to do social distancing. So for a few weeks, I just did nothing, laid in bed and thought, well, what's going to happen? Maybe this COVID thing's going to last a couple of weeks, maybe a month. But here it is, 11 months. Well, where are we at? I guess six or seven months later, and we're still going. So October 15th, I woke up one morning and said, said you know, I got to switch it up. Uh, instead of looking at this as a problem, look at it as an opportunity. Uh, because now, instead of just doing Southern California, performing for Southern California kids and affecting kids all over Southern California, I can affect kids across the country. In fact, across the world with English, any English speaking country, Australia, Canada, uh, any of those places too. Now they can actually experience a school assembly that teaches a bully prevention of character or that type of thing. So uh, once I realized that, I got immediately to work. So now I've created three different shows. Uh, one is a workshop. One is um, one is something called What is Magic, which is a STEAM STEM show. Uh, STEAM, of course, has art in it. And then one is called Power Words. Hmm. And what that is, it exemplifies uh, a bunch of power words like I can, uh, I'm sorry, I understand, things like that. Uh, because now... Um, my focus, instead of having to compete with other stage shows, now I'm on the computer. Right. So I have to compete with YouTube, TV, 
all those different on-screen things, on-screen teachers. Mm-hmm. So now when I, when I put a show together, in fact, I'm in the middle of putting a show together right now, uh, I have to figure out exactly how to put it on screen, right. make it most effective on screen as opposed to on stage. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different animal. I, I can only I could only imagine that. Has it been? I mean, it's been less than it hasn't been a, a quarter yet since you kind of, you know, started this pivot in this change. How is it going for you so far? It's starting to go pretty well. I've, I've booked a lot of shows in December and have a few uh, in the new year in 2021. Okay. And I have a big campaign going out right now. So hopefully, Got it. Got hopefully, it. And, and I'm I'm doing a podcast. So hopefully, I'm yeah. getting a lot of calls from there. Yeah. Uh, in fact. I created a bunch of uh, free stuff for teachers and principals out there that want to know a little more about bully prevention at their school. Well, where is where can they find that at? Well, what you need to do is go to uh, schoolofastonishment.com and you can get one of my free reports. I wrote it down so that way <laughs> they're that new. Uh, there's actually three mm-hmm. different free reports. The first one is 28 great ideas to bully proof your school. Uh, as I was doing these schools, what I do is I'd see what was successful with different schools. Yeah. And then I jot it down and I mm. made a big giant list and started typing it out. So now I have a big list of 28 different things that different people or different schools wow. have done that have been successful. Uh, so you can go to schoolofastonishment.com, go to a, a, a page called free stuff, the free stuff yeah. page. <laughs> and there's all sorts of free reports there you can get. Excellent. Excellent. I've already got it pulled up here on my. Oh, do you really? Yep, yep, yep. So I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and download some stuff uh, here right now. So free stuff, got it on the top. There right. it is. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I, I am curious. You know, I I've known to do a little magic back in my day. I remember ah. in, in first grade, maybe we had a couple of magic tricks that we got at, at some kind of event after school. But that's about the extent. I'm I'm no magician um, on any fronts. But um, you you have sent me a uh, package to show me a, a demonstration. And so I, I'm, I imagine that this demonstration is gonna be an example of what one of your shows may be like now that is virtual. Actually, maybe you guys, this isn't a trick that I do in my show. It's specifically made for podcast radio. Okay, But, okay. Uh, but you'll get Excellent. an idea of the personality and different gotcha. things. Okay, so go ahead and reach over there and explain to the people who are not watching this, who are listening to this, what you have in your hands. I have a USPS. <laughs> Don't, don't open it yet. Don't open it yet. Oh, don't open it yet. Oh. It's, a, it's a priority mailbox. It's a priority mailbox. Okay, so here's what I've done. I sent you a box full of stuff. Okay. Also free stuff. So here's what we're going to do. The first thing I want you to do, in your head, you have a pencil and a piece of paper. Handy dandy. Yes, sir. All right. I want you to pick any three-digit number. Just go ahead and write down any three-digit number. Whatever it is. doesn't matter to me. Now, while you're doing this, we didn't preset this or anything. You're just creating a three-digit number. Right? All right, perfect. Now, what is that three-digit number? You can tell me. 203. 203. Perfect. Now, we're going to make this number even more random. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to reverse that number. So now that number is 302, right? Mm-hmm. So now you have two numbers. You have 302 and 203. Now, what I'd like you to do is just subtract. Very easy. Subtract that 203 from that 302 and see what you get. All right. Negative 99. <laughs> just 99. Okay. So 99. We're going to keep it a three-digit number. So let's add a zero at the end of that. Okay. So you have 990, right? 
All right, let's let's make it even more random. Let's reverse that 990 and make it uh, 099. So we have 990 and 099, right? You have those two numbers? Yes, sir. I'd like you to add those two together. That would be 1089. And I'm doing this with you too here. Okay. All right. Now is the time to open up the package. The whole thing, open it all the way up. Yeah, you can open it all the way. Open up the package. Uh, look open inside. It all the way. Look inside, grab whatever's inside of there, and describe for people who are not watching this, describe what, what those things are. Okay. Okay. I have a Discover Magic Presents Secret Safari. The class. Okay, what that is, oh. that is a magic trick that you can do later for your friends, your wife, any relatives that you like. What else is in that box? There's also a huge book, now a major motion picture, Stephen King, It. It. Uh, you're familiar with Stephen King's It, right? It's the thing about the clown? Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's scary clown. And here's a little bit of trivia. Uh, that movie has been made twice. First with Tim Curry. Uh, what was it, in the 90s, I guess, maybe, or 2000? It was a miniseries on TV. Okay. And then it was made more recently, too. And both mm-hmm. times... Uh, clowns are put in bad light so clowns lost a lot of business when mm. those pictures came out all wow right. so, so you have a book it's a big fat book right yeah huge it all right and there's something in the book yep it says prediction okay do not open that yet okay what i want you to do is i want you to open that book and what uh let's see that last number was 1089 is that right correct okay, i want you to turn to page 1089 Sheesh. Now, while you're looking there, let's review what we've done. You picked a random number. We reversed it, made it even more random. You subtracted it. Uh, we added another number to it. <laughs> All your choice, you came out with a, a 1089. Now you've turned to that page 1089. Is that right? That's correct. Excellent. In the upper right-hand corner, there's uh, probably a word. Um, what, what is that word? There's a word on one of those on that page. Um, on the top right, there's one that says spur, like the last word in the sentence says spur. Oh, is that the last word in the sentence? Yeah. Well, okay, not, cool. It's not the end of the sentence. It's the last word on the line. It's the last word on the line. Okay. Uh, what I'd like you to do now, uh, so what is that word again? Spur. Perfect. I'd like you to open the prediction then. Open the prediction. Go and open that envelope. Oh, the envelope. There we go. Yeah. See? Now, you didn't know this, but I could read your mind when we first got on here, and I knew what number you'd pick. What? Open that up. How is that possible? <laughs> what does it say? Spur. What in the world? That's... So, that, wait a minute. There's a little magic for you. That's a little magic. It's some, is it how you added the numbers up? How did I get the 10? Oh, you know what? Okay. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I like that. That's fun. That's fun. Wasn't that and fun? Something it, a little different for your podcast. Yes, and it, it gives me a good magic trick I could try as well. So I'm gonna have to try that out, man. It, it, I'm gonna have to try that out. This is a big Stephen King book. I, I don't know if I could read the whole thing, but that's pretty good. You got me there. I didn't think you were gonna be able to guess the number. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Okay. All right. All right. I see you. That's the idea. So you get the idea. Yeah. That's that's pretty cool. And so. That, that was intended for a, a radio audience, which the right. podcast is, but 
you know, able to do it visually, you know, maybe you're not sending, maybe you are. Do you send stuff to the schools before you speak to them? No. Okay. No. Um, if I'm doing it live, I'll come with all the props and things, big Got giant it. magic wands, because they're kids too. You got to remember they're, they're kindergarten through sixth. Got so it. they're not adults like yourself. So they like big giant magic wands, mm -hmm. and big silks with names on them and, and things like that. So, so we give them the concepts with things that they can relate to. Yeah, well, we're gonna have to put you down in the record books as being the first uh, magic trick on the Dash podcast in <laughs> 180 some episodes. You, you, we've got the first one, so that that's pretty good. And uh, yeah, that's fun. I'm a, I'm gonna like that, and I'm gonna try these tricks with some of our kids. We've been talking about different ways to engage our school community and make things more fun and exciting. So I think this would be fun. Um, I, I may do some tricks or or see if I can find some students that may like to do them as well. Here's the interesting, you can contact me later and I can, I can hook you up with all sorts of tricks. But here's the interesting thing about magic. Magic is one of the only empathetic arts. I, if you think about it, if I go to a group of people, let's say yourself and a, a few people, and I say, do you want to see some magic? Right out, of, right out of the gate, I have to figure out whether you want to see some magic. Are you mm. affected by me walking up? Are you happy that I came to do magic for you? So I have to feel that. Uh, I have to I have to have eye contact with you. I have to treat you respectfully. So it's one of the only arts that teaches all of those different things all at the same time. So I have to read exactly how you're feeling. Yeah, yeah, that, that, and that takes a lot of skills. That takes a lot of um, social emotional learning skills. That's what we focus on mostly here at the podcast, social emotional restorative practices. I'm actually in the process of um, getting my certification in, okay. uh, let's see, school leadership in social emotional learning, character development, and school climate and culture. It's so long, but it, it's a it's a great program, and we're start talking a lot more about character development. Those two often go together well: social emotional character development. Talk to me about how that character development plays a part in um, your entertainment to go with the bullying prevention and magic. Well, um, I kind of noticed, you know, I go to a lot of schools and, and kind of noticed the schools that really are, well, what I see as good schools, they're welcoming, the kids are nice. Um, they're the ones that emphasize character and, and bully prevention, that type of thing, over math, reading, writing, arithmetic, mm. you know. Um, when my wife and I went to look for schools for our own kids, we had we interviewed a number of different schools and we went to the principals and this principal was saying oh our score is the highest score in in the county and and the next principal would say oh well our uh, our kids read by the time they're in they're such and such a grade and then we went to one school and she took us to a number of classes and she says aren't our kids great and i said that's the school i want to go to mm. so that's where we ended up taking our kids Mm, mm, mm. I, I believe that wholeheartedly and, and my kids are very very successful i mean it I, I think it just makes such a difference when the kids come first you know you're not you're not doing things to satisfy the state the county the data you know i mean yeah you have to appease those things but that comes with building a person first right you know and i think that's what's um that's what's most important i think when it comes to things how, how do you feel like moving forward your your entertainment is going to change or adapt in, into 2021 and by the time this episode that comes out it might be 2021 
you know, yeah. how, how do you foresee your business changing moving forward? You know, it's, it's tough to answer that because we don't know where this COVID thing is going. Um, I look across the country and a lot of schools are doing, you know, partial classes, partial live classes, and almost everybody's doing online learning or distance learning. Mm. Um, so right now what I'm doing is creating shows that, that can educate and entertain virtually. Yeah. So if this, God forbid, never comes back, I'll have those things in place. The, um, the Power Word show and these different shows that people can hire me from across the country. Uh, mm. But, you know, if things do come back, I still have the bully game and random acts of character in my pocket. So I can do those live. Uh, yeah. So in the future, it, it's, it's tough to answer that. I don't know what's going to happen, mm -hmm. but I want to be prepared for all of those things. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds and looks like you are prepared. I think when, just like math, when you have the right formula, you can solve any equation. And I think when you've got a formula that works and bully prevention is going to still be something that's necessary. Character development is always going to be necessary. And, and I know it, SEL has become more of a trend uh, here in 2020, but again, mm -hmm. as, as bully prevention, character development, grit all work hand in hand with SEL to, to build the whole child. So I think that's great. What are- Yeah, I think so too. Um, SEL, I, you know, I wish I could do an assembly for SEL and maybe in the future at some point in time, it'll be popular enough where we can do assemblies and teach SEL in, in different ways than teachers would teach it. Uh, but right now, uh, the people that hire me are PTA people and general parents, mostly, mostly parents. Yeah, they get it approved by their principal and they get it approved by the teachers and such. But uh, SEL is not a hot buzzword really? uh, with parents. Okay, okay. So if that changes in the future, who knows, maybe an SEL uh, assembly might be in my future. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. You know, it's, it's not a, um, it's, it is a very different word. I didn't know SEL until I was three or four years deep into education. And I realized that SEL was just emotional intelligence and education. You know, I don't know why it's, it's separate actually when you put it that way. Um, but, but either way, you know, what can we teach kids during this pandemic so they can come out with more social skills than they had before? Well, uh, I teach magic. <laughs> I teach magic, which teaches the eye contact and the respect and all of that. Um, in March, I hooked up with, or actually before March, in January, uh, I was lucky enough to hook up with Discover Magic, which you announced earlier, uh, that teaches uh, all the different social skills. In fact, they do a little, a little different than a lot of other magic teachers do. What they do, and uh, what most magic teachers do is they'll teach magic, and then they'll um they have all the respectfulness and humble and all those different things as a byproduct of what you're teaching them what mm -hmm. discover magic has done and what i am doing now is starting off with respect and creativity and all of those things and adding the magic to it mm -hmm. uh, so so the magic is a byproduct right. of the respect as opposed yeah. to respect being a byproduct of the magic exactly so um, I mean, that's what I'm doing personally. Um, I would think teachers out there would, uh, I mean, I, I don't know, I guess everybody's different, but 
I would think that uh, using those traits mm-hmm. as a springboard for your education would be the way to go as opposed to the opposite way. Right. And, and you mentioned how you're using education to foster the magic. Can you just give me a brief, so how, how does, how do you do that explicitly? Yeah, well, well, I'll give you an example. Um, telling and tattle. We teach our kids, don't tattle, don't tattle, don't tattle, right? And they, they go and tell us something, we say, don't tattle, don't tattle, don't tattle. Mm. And so when they get old enough in whatever, second grade, third grade, fourth grade, uh, they stop telling us things, mm. the things that we need to know because they've been told, don't tattle, don't tattle, don't tattle. So in one of my assemblies, uh, I teach the difference between tattling and telling by getting locked up in the shackles and escaping and, and uh, the difference, of, I'll tell you the difference right here on this podcast. The difference between tattling and telling is when you're tattling, you're actually trying to get somebody in trouble. So I, we illustrate that by locking me in these chains being in trouble. And uh, uh, telling is when you're trying to get somebody out of trouble. Mm. For example, you're telling, you're telling, uh, something bad that happened because you're trying to get a friend out of trouble or even yourself out of trouble. So I illustrate it by escaping out of the, out of the chains. That's good. Out of trouble. So, so we use the magic to express whatever it is we're trying to, I'm trying to convey. Understood. Understood. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I think that's a, that's a great example right there. And I think, I I don't think I've ever heard a, a, um, a easier way to break down the difference between difference between tattling and telling something that is that's a that's a razor sharp um it's hard yeah ed but you you're you're balancing that line pretty good there yeah hopefully by the time i go the the kids know it and then the teachers know it and then um i was doing a parenting seminar for a very long time and the parents know it so everybody's Mm -hmm. speaking the same language Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And, and that's enough right there like that that one lesson I feel like is, is good enough to stand on its own um, mm-hmm. right there too knowing that difference and being able to reinforce that difference in your classroom and school culture makes right. a big difference. Um, wh- where do we go now you mentioned you have a podcast as well. Uh, talk to me about where the people can go to find you I know we've got the school of astonishment. Um, yep, yep. What, what else, what else do you have for us, John? Where, where can we download the stuff and listen yeah. to what you got to say? If, if you want to download any of my free things and I have all sorts of free things, I have 10 ways to guarantee a, a, a great, uh, a perfect virtual assembly. Uh, you can download that. There's five ways your school could take advantage of this COVID situation. Uh, mm. you can download all those on my website at schoolofastonishment.com. Uh, my podcast what that is, is I interview successful entertainers from around the world. Mm. Um, and I started just interviewing my friends and then it kind of took a life of its own. And I started interviewing people that were on covers of magazines. And, wow. uh, so if you juggle, if you do magic, <laughs> do anything like that, uh, come to my podcast. It's called The Variety Artist. Uh, okay. okay, okay. I like that. I like that. That's pretty fun and exciting. Um, any social media followings or handles that you have that the people can come and follow you at? Yeah, I kind of hang out on Facebook a lot. So you can look at my Facebook at John Abrams, hmm. uh, or school of astonishment. I have a page there too. So you can contact me there. My email is info at school of right So on. you can go on my website, my email, my Facebook, love to talk to you. Uh, shoot me out an email and I'll shoot you back whatever you need. There we have it. John, it's been so, so wonderful talking to you. Is there anything that we didn't get to talk about yet or final words that you want to leave with our listeners? 
Um, I guess just take this COVID thing as an opportunity, more of an obstacle to get over and, and, and look back, look, look online. How can we teach better online? How can we keep their, the kids' attention better online? Mm-hmm. Uh, how can we do those things? Don't look at it as, as something that knocked us down. Look at it as an opportunity to, to do better things in life. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you heard her here first. I hope that you enjoyed John's energy and magic trick as much as I did. Please go check him out at the School of Astonishment on all his social media platforms and check out the podcast as well. So we'll always, we'll as always see you back here next time on the Dash Podcast. If you like it, share it with your friends, share it with your principals, with your teachers, with your parents, all the folks that need to hear it. And of course, visit us on seleducators.com for more social emotional learning activities for adults. We'll see you next time. This is The Dash.